I don't know anybody in Europe who understands the situation in the United States in relation to the availability of firearms and the the strength of support for the what I think is called the Second Amendment. Um, now that just tells you the, the people I mix with, but also I think you'd find it very hard to find a person in Europe who um, would be in favour of changing the uh, laws in Europe to make it uh, possible for uh, people to buy uh, guns as freely as is possible to buy them in the United States. I also don't know anybody who doesn't uh, realize that the National uh, Rifle Association um, is a very powerful um, vested interest group and I doubt that they know quite how powerful it is but also I don't know anyone who I don't know many, I do know some, but I don't know many who would um, be aware of the close connections between the National uh, Rifle Association and the manufacturers, the big manufacturers of arms, uh, the big uh, companies. I say this as a sort of introduction to saying something about the about what happened what's happened in Florida in relation to I think 17 people being uh, being shot dead um, of course it's uh, uh, awful of course it's tragic of course it's devastating for the families and the extended families and the friends of all who died and also for the people who survived the, the trauma of surviving and their families and their friends and of course it's horrific for people who have argued for years and years and years against the availability of firearms. Um, all of those things are you know there's no need for me to reiterate those in any way at all. So I I have, uh, on a number of other terrible incidents, I have written some poetry over the last uh, few years, 
and I've done it again. I yesterday uh, wrote something. It actually my resolve to do it grew, grew out of my listening to Ray Renati talking about his views on it and his. But I think I wouldn't I wouldn't be exaggerating if I said it, implacable opposition to the Second Amendment and his detestation of the situation in the United States. So I'm going to share the first draft of that poem. But before I do uh, share the poem with you, I have, I'd like you to know that I d there's something big I don't understand and that I wish I did and that I don't think it is possible for me to understand it over here and it's this why there isn't a a movement by citizens across the whole of the United States to change the Second Amendment or I'm assuming that if the Second Amendment were I don't know, repealed or changed or replaced. Um, it, it there there would be a big change now. That a big assumption on my part. But whatever it is, I don't understand why it's not possible for citizens in the United States in the age of democracy and especially perhaps even social media, which provides an, a mechanism by which collaborations can be built. What is it that prevents the building up of a groundswell against it, against the uh, ability of people to get guns and to own guns and hold guns? Um, is it that there isn't actually a majority in, but yet in favour of uh, gun controls? Now, the power of the National Rifle Association is considerable, so I don't underestimate the degree of difficulty in creating a, a, a movement, um, an alliance uh, to uh, counterbalance it. And I also know that the power and uh, influence of uh, big armaments companies is uh, considerable. But again, I don't understand why, let's say, why do I think that in the next 10 years this won't happen? Why do I feel that there is, uh, that there isn't a mechanism or a will, or that the power balance is too much weighted in favor of those who are in favor of the status quo? Why do I feel it isn't gonna change? Why do I feel that no matter how many times people, for whatever reason, take guns and massacre citizens, what Ray Renati has called, I think, the uh, enemy within, or the internal terrorists. For whatever reason, for whether they're mentally deranged or whether they're politically motivated or whatever, um, why is it not possible? Why do I feel it isn't possible? Uh, and why have I never heard anybody I know speak optimistically about change? Okay, I understand that 
there are various political maneuverings that take place in, I can't remember, is it the House of Representatives or in the Senate, which have actually prevented votes being taken, time running out, etc. But what is it that is preventing citizens from ensuring that the people who get elected to the Senate and the people who get elected to uh, the House of Representatives aren't uh, in favour of gun control? Over here, people think, and I think I probably do, that the reason that politicians are like that is that you need an awful lot of money in order to get yourself elected in the United States, and a great source of money is the arms industry. And, uh, you know, could somebody get elected to, uh, let us say, the Senate or the House of Representatives, or could a majority of people, if uh, they were cut off, from funding from those sources. I, I don't know. It's all too uh, uh, difficult for me. And also, kind of, I don't have a vote. So it's people in the United States that are being massacred. Therefore, it's people in the United States who need to do something about it. And if that doesn't happen, I presume the massacres will continue. Okay, I've said enough. I speak in profound ignorance of the minutiae of American politics and history. But what comes next is my poem. I read you my poem from the notes uh, app on my iPhone. It, uh, it's so fresh that it hasn't even been typed up anywhere except uh, on the notes app. It doesn't yet have a working title even. And here's what I have uh, composed so far. I was killed at school. The bullets hit me somewhere in the eye, ear, nose and throat maybe through my heart. I didn't feel a thing pierce my umbilical pipeline to a future. I guess my mother's blood gushed. Maybe she hadn't decided what she'd do with me. All that ammunition, cartridges for crucifixions, Explosions of extreme unction, a hell of heaven. I imagine the bard broken. I was gone within a heartbeat, snuffed out. Was I the only one? Was I the only one? Part two. I was elected at home. The votes cost me somewhere in the region of a bank balance, weighed with wishes. I keep eyes, ears, nostrils, speeches primed. I feel throbbing hearts, invocations of investors, shareholders sighing like furnace. I am a political animal. I stand to attention for the last post in association with my brothers in arms, with every voter who craves the right to shoot,
to the grave. I've earned the money it's taken to pursue the sins of the Senate, the hustings of the House. I've paid the price. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? Part 3 I am the gun that shot the child in many places. I have an owner. A kind, gentle, considerate, generous, careful citizen. An emotionally retarded, psychotic, neglected, deprived, abused, vengeful collector of beauties. My barrel gleams. I am an automatic obliterator. My owner is a dead shot. Proud. Defender of the faith of our fathers. Responsible. My lover of fire and brimstone. I love my owner. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? The end. The end.